on today's episode, we're going to talk about things that trigger our anxiety. I feel like there's a bunch of them. I feel like there's quite a few, like we've said, surface level things that we've already touched on in this podcast in previous episodes. Um, Things in motherhood like overwhelm, loud noises, overstimulation, exhaustion, mom guilt, mom guilt, self-care. Yeah. Um, one that comes to me that I know affects you is loud noises. I don't know if we've spoke about that. I don't know if we have either, but that really in my house is such a trigger for me. It's like one of the ways I am guaranteed to lose my shit is I just, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's something wrong with me because like I can be at a bar and I'm not like super triggered because it's loud, but in my house, when the kids are screaming, I, I don't know if it's because I feel so much more pressure at home where, like, they're screaming and I kind of feel like I have to control it. I kind of have to stop it. Whereas, like, if I'm out, it's, I don't know, I don't really have to do anything about it. Yeah, so, you're just, like, doing you and that's it. And I feel like yeah. at home you're trying to make sure everything is kosher and good. and yeah. And I feel like it becomes very overstimulating for me. It doesn't really affect me to the same level. Yeah. I feel like I have gone a little overstimulated in some like events that we've gone to before where it's a little crazy and chaotic. Um, just the other day we went to one and there was like a bunch of bounce houses and they moved them inside and the overstimulation and like the loud noises and all the kids, it was, it was a little crazy and that was a lot for me, but like my boys are just loud and I'm just loud and I feel like the only person in my house that's probably dealing with loud noises and overstimulation is my husband. (laughs) True, true. Yeah, and it doesn't affect Joe the same that it affects me. But, you know, we're all different. And Jay is very similar to me too in that the loud noise. It's so surprising because Jay's the loudest freaking kid in my house. Like, (laughs) he's so loud, he just screams randomly. But loud noises trigger him when we're out. Like, we've been to a restaurant before, and, like, if it's too loud, we had to leave because he just couldn't handle it. So he, yeah, like, it's I say, like, it's funny because he screams, but then he's triggered by loud noises. So, like, dude, stop screaming. (laughs) I feel like it's different when you're hearing them versus when you're doing it. I I don't know. Like I said, I'm pretty loud. Sometimes... There's certain situations that, like, it's too much for me, too. Mm -hmm. So I feel him. Yeah. All right. And then there obviously are, like, deeper things that trigger our anxiety that, like, we'll touch on a little bit. So um, I know that you are not the best at boundaries. I am not. I am definitely not with my children. Um, I have tried. I think that they have gotten the easygoing side of me for so many years that they just don't really think I deserve any boundaries, but we're really working on it. I mean, even this morning, getting ready for school, I was like, today I'm going to get dressed. And they were like, what do you mean? Now we have to turn the house into a tornado because you're going to get yourself ready. It's like they're learning and I'm learning and boundaries just don't come as easy for me with my children because I just... I don't know. I have them with other people. I don't even really have a a reason. I have them more so with other people. And I make sure that the boys have boundaries for themselves with others. But when it comes to me and the boys, I guess that's just kind of my weak point. And I've 
I don't know. I don't know, Alyssa. I know you have very strong, very strong boundaries and good and admirable boundaries, but I am definitely not there yet with the boys. Yeah. I, I just feel like it's so funny that we're just so opposite because I feel like I have really good boundaries with my kids. Like, in the sense of, um, in the, we've talked about this, in the mornings when I work out, that's my time. You, I love you so much, kids, but you have to give me this time. That is a boundary that I set that I will not go back on. Do you know what I mean? No, I do. I know what you mean, and I respect that. I just think it comes doesn't come as natural to me. Yeah, and then, like, <clears throat> if the kids want to play with me, okay, I'll play for a little bit, but then when I'm done, you two have to go play together. Like, I'm, I'm done when I'm done, and that's it. And <laughs> that's kind of how I just live my life, too. So not just the boundaries with my kids, but, like, boundaries with everyone. When... When something doesn't serve me anymore, you move past it. I'm I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't I don't like to dwell on people who are not good for my soul in the moment. Like so I and I've just come to understand the fact that relationships are fleeting. Relationships like yeah, some might be forever, but some have lulls, they ebb and flow and I'm not mad at anyone that I don't have a current relationship with. It's just that we're not aligned right now. That There's nothing wrong with it. But, like, some people are meant to be in your life for a short amount of time. Some people are meant to be in your life forever. But, like, you're not always going to have the best relationship. And I'm so okay with that. And I feel like that's one of the things I always think about with my boundaries. And, like, if, you know, something doesn't serve me, then I have to just let it go. Yes, that makes so much sense. I mean, that was pretty enlightening. I feel like for me, I definitely am empathetic. I think I've mentioned that on another episode. Um, So I feel like when things don't work out or they're not going right or I like want a relationship to last, even though it might not be as aligned, I feel like I fight for it anyway because I'm like, no, this, this isn't meant to, like this is just meant to be. And I... But it's not. Like you said, I think I just have such a hard time letting go. Like just recently, um, one of my like lifelong best friends, my sister, like I considered her one of my sisters. Um, I don't have any biological sisters, but she just up and like left our lives and just stopped talking to us. And she is my youngest Maverick's um, godmother. And damn, It hit me really hard. I feel like I have never had, I know we went from like boundaries to relationships, but we were on the path anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we were, we were going there. Yes. And I feel like it is something that definitely triggers my anxiety. I feel like I, I feel like I hold on to the people that I love. And when she just like up and peaced out of our lives, I could not wrap my mind around it I was like how and why are you doing this and how can you like abandon not just me but like my kids you know it it was tough and I feel like one thing it did teach me is that I have to have better boundaries like I have to protect myself and my heart and my kids heart and that's the priority it's really not other people it's really 
my household and my family that I have to put 100% into. And like you said, if people want to be involved, and then they will. And if the relationships are supposed to flourish, then they will. But like to fight for them, it's just not a reality, right? For me, no. <laughs> no. <clears throat> I'm not saying that there's no relationship worth fighting for. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I, I'm at just at the point in my life where I'm just letting people be. I'm going to let them be who they are. I'm going to let everyone just do their own thing. Like we've said before, stay in your own lane. Like, you know, not everyone in my life listens to our podcast. Do you think that hurts me? Of course that hurts me. That it cr- When I think about it, it hurts my soul. Yeah. But you know what? I can't control them. I can't control whether someone supports my passions. I can't control whether they, you know, follow me on Instagram, listen to my podcast, support me in whatever way. I can't control them. So the only thing that I can do is let them be and protect myself the best way I know how. And that's just to keep a little bit of a distance. Is that great? I don't know. <laughs> like, it's almost like if we could give each other a little bit because of how we feel. Because I know that, like, as a result of the way that I am, I don't have a lot of close friends. I don't confide in a lot of people. I would say, like, I mean, we talk a lot now. Um, Absolutely. My sister-in-law I talk to all the time. I would say that we're really close. But, like, I don't just open up. I have a guard. See, and I feel like for me, I I feel like I can get past, like, just relationships and stuff changing. But I have such a hard time for the kids. I feel like I so badly want them to, like, have people in their, which they do, in their lives that love them. But, like... Sometimes I guess quantity isn't quality, right? You are so right. <laughs> so Seriously. I feel like having those boundaries and having like healthy like relationships is the more valuable. It is. Yeah. For your children also. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so funny. I will say this. This is something so my husband always says about like boundaries. Like he, I, you know my family and I like have an Italian family and they mm-hmm. think that the door's always open, and that's how I was raised. And when Mike and I first got together, he would be like, your family just shows up here, like, unannounced. Does anybody in this family have boundaries? And I was like, no, it's not that. It's just, like, just the way we are. Yeah. He's like, Nicole, it's called boundaries. But, like, I, that was just somehow way that I was brought up. So, like, that's why I think I hold relationships and things like that so close to my heart like if the porch lights on god it's a free-for-all come walk in like it that was the norm so like I think having kids and like as time went on I realized like certain boundaries are good boundaries does my family call before they come no they still don't that hasn't changed and I'm okay with that but like I would say like I think my husband probably has better set of boundaries and like he holds on to valuable friendships and relationships and things that are good for his soul and I feel like you so like I respect what all your feelings I feel like what you're doing is good for you and it makes you happy right 
Have, I mean, having like, go ahead, elaborate. I keep talking. Yeah, no, like this is just kind of like we've said, like all I've known, right? Like we, we've talked about this. I, I've never been a really extroverted person. I don't really like to, um, like open myself up to people. I don't know. It's just, that's me. And as a result, I think that that has formed all of my boundaries. And like, I understand what you're saying with the kids because that makes sense. On the other hand, if someone wants to be in your kids' lives, don't you think that they will be? Like what I can't beg, I'm not gonna beg anyone to love my kids. Either love them or you don't, that's fine. I have enough love to give my kids that they shouldn't really need love from anyone else. Like I give them all of my love. They have all of my love all the time. So they don't need, right? They don't need anyone else's love. We want other people to give them love. But realistically, even if they didn't have that, they still have us. They're lucky. They're so lucky that they have us. So for me, I never push people to see my kids. I never... Like, it is what it is. If you want to see them, come see them. You want to ask about them, ask about them. You don't, then don't. We're fine. You know, you want to check in, check in. If you don't, then don't. It's all like, just let them be. Let them do it, you know? Oh, absolutely. No, I agree. I feel like I feel like I and I just said the quantity over quality over quantity. Yes. Seems more valuable. Yeah. And, like, the people that are in their lives want to be in their lives. And I feel like I'm very appreciative of that. Yeah. You just know me. I'm, like, a people person. So mm-hmm. I like to be around a lot of people and I like to be social. And yeah. But I think that that's just part of life and growing up and realizing that the people you need to hold close are the ones who really care about your heart. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we touched a little bit on forcing relationships. Um, we could talk about trust. Yeah, trust is a huge trigger for me. I feel like it always has been. Um, trust is probably like my top priority. Trust in what? Trust in other people. Trust in. Yourself, I like to be able kids. to trust other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I think trust is so important in relationships and I think that trust is important in all aspects of life really and I feel like when I don't have trust it just heightens my anxiety a lot yeah but I feel like it's something that maybe I will elaborate a little bit more on in the future but I think it's just an important something that I find to be an important quality yeah right Um, I mean, I'm saying right, but like, go ahead. Yeah. So my, like this kind of all just goes hand in hand. Like I don't really open myself up to people. Therefore I'm not really trusting anyone to like hurt me. I mean, that's, that is actually very true. I never thought about it in that respect. Yeah. I guess I trust. I put so, okay. So I feel like I put so much trust into people that I care about and that people that I love and that people sur- that surround me and that surround my children that like I need to feel like I could trust everybody. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I feel like 
it's just important. So like the story that I told about my best girlfriend who I considered my sister, like I trusted her with my whole heart. I trusted her so much that I gave her the gift of being Maverick's godmother. Yeah. And like then when that happened, I was like, I felt so, I felt so sad and like empty. Like I'm like, and it was such a trigger for me. And it did like make me spiral. And like, why would somebody just leave? I don't know. But like you said, because you don't really open up to a lot of people, you're not really giving that quality a shot. Yeah. I don't really give a lot of people trust because I don't I just feel like I've been locked, let down a lot. Yeah. So I'm, it's just like I'm at the point in my life where I know that I can only rely on myself. So, you know, we can, like I said, if we could just take little bits and like give to <laughs> each, each other, we'd be like perfect. I know. <laughs> I know. There would be a happy middle. <clears throat> but yeah, I feel like it's just something that is so important to me. And I guess when you find people that are valuable and like we were just saying, people good for your soul, then maybe it won't be such a big deal. Maybe you it'll know? be easier to trust them, not, you know. Yeah, like you won't it. have to be so introverted and you can come out of your shell more. Yeah. So I, we won't touch on this a lot because I don't want to go into too much detail about it. But like along with the trust thing. Something that I've been dealing with in my house since, you know, I did start therapy again, which I'm honestly really passionate about. I I think that everyone could use therapy. We've said this before. I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. I think everyone could use therapy. But when I get home from therapy, and you know, because you go to therapy too, so like, I, I want to talk. I hardly ever want to talk. But <laughs> yeah. like, after therapy, I like... I always feel so good. I feel like my cup is full. I want to like explain everything, like all of the epiphanies that I had in therapy. And when I sit down to tell my husband, he just like doesn't get it, like doesn't get any of it. And that is so frustrating. And it kind of goes hand in hand with the trust thing because like I'm kind of opening myself up and in return I'm getting me feeling like I'm crazy, you not understanding me and yeah, that hurts. Yeah, I feel like for therapy when you do therapy, it like brings out of a lot of a lot of surface emotions, so you definitely want to talk to people that you're around. Um I feel like as far as husbands understanding it, yeah, I I get that. I feel like I always want to talk about everything, but therapy like brings so much more to surface for me because I would credit myself as a very big communicator pre prior to starting therapy. And then once I did start, I realized how much I don't communicate and how much more I can communicate. But then like it's, I feel like, you want the person you're talking to to understand it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not as easy for them either. And I feel like that's why couples going together is also a very valuable tool because then they're just there and they're experiencing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, then it wouldn't be like an afterthought of talking about it. It would be more of like in the moment we're talking about yes, it. Yes, because I feel like it can become quite confusing, but I feel like... I also feel like men are just different and we've said this before, but like, 
they're just go with the flow, like chill, rock no, on. They don't have yeah. anxiety. Just stop well, thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, like, like they're thinking about the stats for Sunday's uh, football. Yes. Cool. Or they're on t- they're scrolling through TikTok. Like, yeah. When we're just so much more complex than that. Yeah, my husband was showing me a video the other night of some uh, like couples scaring each other. And I'm like, this is what you're watching and laughing. And he's like, it's hysterical. And yes, granted, it was funny. I laughed. But like our brains are on a million miles per hour all day long. And like they're just like riding the waves. And it's not saying that their job is, I'm not, you know, they're working, they're doing things and they're. Providing and props but, to them for not having <laughs> yeah a brain that th- thinks like that. But it's just hard when you're looking for someone to empathize with you, and there, there you is Bingo. no empathy on their side of like, like I I always say to Joe like, I don't understand what it's like to not have anxiety. I feel like I've always had anxiety, whereas he on the other hand does not have anxiety. So like we just we're not on the same level of our anxiety because I have it and he doesn't. <laughs> I know, but I also feel like it's valuable in the sense that if you were both anxious all the time. Oh my God. The it'd house, be a dumpster the house fire. Would be a so like, <laughs> I feel like it brings balance and like it does lighten the load a little bit. Yeah. But like, it is frustrating when you're trying to voice how you're feeling and there's like, you don't Silence. feel like you're being heard. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that that is just part of it. And I think that, I don't know. I, I got nothing. I mean, men just think differently. Yeah. All right. Are there any other triggers that we should touch upon? I feel like there are a lot of triggers through motherhood. And we could probably sit here and discuss them. But I feel like we kind of got a lot of them out. Yeah, and I feel like we've talked a lot about, like we said, a lot about the other triggers in previous episodes. So could always refer back to those like mom guilt and um, like self-care and stuff. Like not taking that time for yourself. That's a trigger for me, you know? Yes, that is a trigger for you. <laughs> it is. It's a, it I- is, yeah. I feel like, and it is important. Mm-hmm. It is. And like, I think that I actually channeled you the other day. I took myself out to lunch. I, I was like, that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take myself out to lunch. I'm going to sit here by myself and I'm going to be within myself, which you know is not easy for me. And I did it. And I'm I was very proud of myself. I am. I'm proud of you. No, for real. Because I know that self-care is not easy. I feel so guilty sometimes for it but like really talking it out in therapy and like explaining myself and she's like you're just putting so much unnecessary pressure on yourself like if that's what you need then just do it stop like don't be nice to yourself you know and that's what I'm trying to do and that's what we all have to do we have to be well we project so much kindness on our kids we should project some kindness on ourselves yeah so like everything that triggers our anxiety we should just like try to flip our mind frame around it we know? should go back to last week's episode <laughs> with all the positive affirmations and yeah thanks for listening to this episode of mind over mom we hope you tune in again next week and in case nobody told you today you are beautiful you are strong and you are loved we'll see you next time <laughs>